0: Hello and welcome back to Wait, do you hear something? Clip-clop, 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 clip-clop. What? What is that? What what's clip-clop, clip-clop, clip Oh my god. Could it be? It's no. It <laughs> it's impossible. Clip-clop, clip-clop. Yes, it's the gender horse. <laughs> What? <laughs> nay. Yes, gender. Oh, horse. he's saying yes. no. He's
1: saying no to gender. To gender <laughs> Nay.
0: Yes, saying nay to the gender binary. <laughs> oh my god! The gender horse just my motorboated sense. me. <laughs> how how affirming? Is. How gender affirming?
1: Uh, yeah. Welcome to whatever this is. <laughs> Uh, Someone had to say it.
0: What's that, gender horse? What what are, what are you gesturing at me to do? Uh, get on your back and ride? I, I don't know how to ride. What? I should just jump on the horse and do it anyway? Because
1: that's the only way. <laughs> that... If you can see my face right now, viewers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow, I guess I am. I guess I'm going to jump on the gender horse and I'm just going to ride it wherever it takes me and not worry too much about Am I good at this? Am I good at, at, at gender riding? Um, it doesn't matter. The point is to get on the horse when the horse offers. Wow. Thanks, gender horse.
1: Nay. <laughs> <laughs> he, I, it's like after I rode him, he was way meaner than before. <laughs> <laughs> created by Joss Whedon. <laughs> Every Joss Whedon show. Afterward, they're a monster. When you go
0: back to it, it, it. Oh right, yeah, yes. The gender horse. The gender horse experienced a moment of perfect happiness and lost his soul. No. <laughs> <gender horse. laughs> no.
1: Anyway, Ari. Yes.
0: I think we have to kill the gender horse.
1: That it's like the a gender episode where we're like. have to kill the gender horse anyway we (laughs) should should introduce what the show is (laughs) welcome
0: welcome 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 to yes androgyny this is the podcast where two non-binary slash trans improvisers and and best friends since middle school sit down together drink some tea break some bread and discuss their various experiences going from clueless, closeted, AMAB NB people to uh, clueless but out of the closet <laughs> NB people. And um, then we do improv afterwards. We do a long form improv. Gotta set. fill our
1: time somehow. My name is Charlie. I use they, she pronouns. Yes. My name is Ari. And I use he they pronouns. And uh, yeah, I I say I say let's just get into it today. What do you think? Yeah, I think before the gender horror, we could have just. I'd yeah, into. It. are you having?
0: It feels like you're having a little trouble recovering.
1: <laughs> I find I find the implication very funny. It's like. We've been for twenty minutes. All right, why don't we just get into it today? What's not even? Like? Let's just get into it. It's like, can we? <laughs> you can't get right into it after you've padded for time.
0: <laughs> I think you're. I think you're. First of all, we did not pad for time. We had pad a, for
1: time. We um, had a bit. We had a bit. It was a wonderful. Pad, time.
0: pad mm, time. Delicious. My
1: my favorite. Dinner. Um. All right. So what what is the topic for today's discussion, my fine friend? Yeah. Well. It's funny, thank you for calling me fine,
0: and I don't know, are there other compliments you want to give me real quick before we, before
1: we get I into I struggle to give compliments because what? of my assigned gender role. Wait, what?
0: You're struggling to give me compliments because we're both... People who were raised as boys growing up, and so we never developed a language between us, as friends, to give compliments and express affection
1: freely, that sounds like it could make for a great episode. <laughs> <laughs> so the energy the, the energy at the table is weird today, I like it.
0: Yeah, yeah, I feel like I mean, the gender horse changed us. Something we're on the other side of something. We're on now. the other side of the gender <laughs> horse. This podcast will always be divided into
1: before and after the gender horse. Are we saying that the first uh, that the first part we saw the front of the gender horse and now we're seeing the back side? Is that what's happening? <laughs>
0: yeah. It was a long gender horse. It was like the beginning of space balls, but a horse. <laughs> anyway. Uh Ari, I love you. I love you as well. Can't believe we can say that Yeah, so that is what we want to talk about today, right? Because it's something that you and I started observing in ourselves. I would say within the last year, like 2021, we started noticing
1: that, like, when we would hang up the phone. We do that thing that all AMABs do. Hang up, yeah, okay, that was... (laughs) You know exactly what I'm talking about. Every A yeah, map out there knows exactly what I'm talking we about.
0: We d- dissolve into our inexplicable
1: Cookie Monster. Uh, uh, <laughs> All A maps turn into Cookie Monster in the last seconds of their. Here, called. let's
0: let's do an actual let's do an actual you know like a quick uh, demonstration. Let's give it a go. All right. Well, um, I will talk to you later. Cool. Cool. Uh,
1: thank you on? for
0: thank you for helping me and um. I hope you have a good rest of your day.
1: And when am I seeing you? Like, Saturday? Tuesday. I I thought we were going to meet on Tuesday, but I guess we're not doing that this week. Yeah, okay. Okay. All right, cool. Cool, cool. All right. Cool, Uh, cool. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah. Have a good, have a good
2: (laughs) rest of your (laughs) day. Get my hand
0: in the cookie jar, baby.
1: (laughs) Cookie Monster, no!
0: Um... And I think that the the reason that this is significant for us, right, is because we are really close friends. We have been friends since we were kids. We've spent more time with each other than I've spent with most other people in my life. And, and yet you are one of the only close, close friends I have that I do not express myself emotionally with very often.
1: Was this funny? Because... I'm a very compartmentalized person, and other than when, like you know, the car- the, car- the compartments burst open, the dam breaks, and I suddenly cry inexplicably or have a panic attack or whatever, my emotions are very straightforward and contained. Then I, your, your emotional meltdowns are like the sinking of the Titanic. Um, yeah, it's like there's it's... like not enough lifeboats. It was not prepared.
0: Yeah, they're not enough lifeboats. It starts slow. And then suddenly, out of nowhere, the ship has, like, tilted up into the air and is broken in fucking half. And you're like, what happened? How did this happen? <laughs> Why did I let this happen? I yeah, had time actually, to evacuate.
1: There's still enough time. Whereas
0: my emotional
1: meltdowns, it's like I'm always floating on a piece of Swiss cheese. <laughs> well, this what's interesting. I, I definitely noticed... A lack of affection, I think actually earlier than you did because I grew up being an affectionate person, kind of had that slowly taken out of me just by the way society is because I was you know when I was a you know five year old kid I would run into the room and hug everybody and be very friendly and cheerful, and then you know I'm still cheerful, but some of that hugginess kind of died down as I got older it's weird I Interesting. Noticed- So
0: was there a was there a specific switch was there a trigger was there a wow hmm Well, I I guess it was... Because you, when I knew you as a kid, you were like sentimental. You were considered by our classmates to be like the sort of the mushy, gushy, sentimental one. And then when we kind of reconnected after high school as friends, like you are impacted by your feelings, but you don't display them, except for, again, when the Titanic breaks and you can't ignore the fact that the ship is sinking anymore.
1: I I think people think I'm not affectionate or that I don't uh, that I'm I'm actually extremely emotional like all the time I just honestly I realized I, I didn't say I love you to any of my friends mm, so the affection so, was not that I don't now I started and it was honestly it was fear it wasn't that I didn't want to mm-hmm. I like saying I love you I just uh most of the people in my life when I was young who I would say I love you to I got a negative response back from the eight matters in my life to that phrase and when you're in middle school and high school yeah, saying I love you to the afabs you're not even that close with would be like the worst possible idea. When you're in middle school and you're a greasy nerd, you wouldn't go, "I love you." And they're <laughs> like, "What do you mean by that exactly?" <laughs> um, gender roles were very serious when I was a kid and Yeah, I, he,
0: there's there is a there's a type of person where it's like, you know, "I love you." It's like, "Okay, Elliot Rogers." Like it it feels very like this is a thing that trans women experience is this this sense that they're going to be perceived as creepy if they are too sort of expressive of their feelings toward their like cis women friends you know there's this idea that they're they must have an ulterior motive yeah so you wanted to express your feelings and then you but then you would be like i love you and you would and they'd be like that's gay or whatever yeah so I then, mean, oh yeah
1: oh got a lot of that's gay I so you settled common. for like i've always tried very hard in my friendships and i've always tried to be very you know very much there for people and for me affection wasn't based on like a I love you affection was implicit to like acts of service the interactions as friends i don't even think it's necessarily a bad thing i think there's plenty of people for whom that is affection
0: right it wasn't i love you daddy it was let me do this for you daddy Yes.
1: And it's <laughs> exactly. And, so I actually want to ask you, um, there were times in our teenage years that I noticed you were more affectionate with other people than you were with me. Really? You, so you felt that? Yeah, I, I noticed it. It wasn't like I felt bad about it. I knew why, but I noticed it. It only started to become a thing that affected me personally. After I became non-binary, I came out as non-binary before you came out as, as yeah. non-binary trans. So I, I did have the nagging feeling: am I, am I always going to be like one of Troy's like male friends? There was a fear in there for a very, very from amount of time because you know I kind thought of quickly: no, the answer is no. I don't know. I wouldn't feel bad about it because it was just the reality of being friends.
0: For me, yeah. For me, it is insane how different I always was around my quote-unquote male friends, my quote-unquote female friends. And this 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 split happened more in... So really what happened with me is it happened in high school because before high school, I was, for some reason, due to a combination of, like, uh, I don't know, uh, developmental stages being delayed and uh, neurodivergence and... Social anxiety and maybe some a couple really mean grown-ups who got to me when I was young. cough, and, cough, Boston and cough, cough, Boston, cough, cough. Um, ton, of cough. Right there, eh? ton, of, ton of bosses right there, Ton ton of bosses. <laughs> How do you like them? Adams apples? I don't like it.) <laughs> <laughs> um. But who know? But who knows? Who who the fuck knows? Who cares? I don't give a shit about myself. Um, well, and this is the thing, right? Is I, I I'm feel joking. Like, I started a podcast no, no. to talk about <laughs> myself. But 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 but. <laughs> so okay, like yes. I remember, I remember. This is like the one of the most mortifying memories of my life. But it should tell oh, you kind no, of no
1: juicy juicy tea.
0: I mean, it's not that juicy, but it's mortifying because it will tell you exactly like where my emotional maturity was when I was like fourteen. I was at this summer camp. There was this girl that I hung out with or talked to at the camp more than some of the other kids. But at the time, I was not, again, there was no difference between hang, like girls and boys in terms of how I acted at, at that time. Like, it was all kind of like, just like, we're just people, friends. But the thing is that they, my peers, had started going through the age, uh, you know, the the age of puberty. Um, the time of the dark has begun. Like everything was strained between, between, betwixt the sexes. People, they had noticed that there are differences and, but I had it, like I, it took me longer to enter into this new strange world. And so she was like, Hey, Charlie, can I, I want to tell you a secret. And I was like, Hmm. okay. And she was like, can I tell you back here? And she took me behind the cabin and she leaned over and she kissed me on the cheek. And she said, that's my secret. And I literally (gasps) looked at her. Oh my God. With no comprehension as to what was going on. And I was just like, oh no. Okay. Oh no. I guess. And I like laughed and then like we like walked back in and all of the camp, the camp mates were like, oh, no. uh, they were all like, um, they were like, ooh, like, what was that about? And I was like, I have no
1: idea. I don't oh, know. Oh, you poor, sweet summer child.
0: <laughs> this poor girl. She thought she was expressing herself as a, you know, as one sort of. You know, pubescent sexual being to another,
1: but she was actually talking to a child still. and I think part of what is the I think that's, that is the key, right? Is it like people go through their changes at different stages, and as an asexual person who not aro, mind you, but I am ace, uh, who went through puberty very late. I think that part of why it's so important that young people be made aware of gender rules and the possibility of transness and all the different factors that we're we're trying, there's a whole battle right now trying to educate kids on this stuff is because imagine how much better you would have felt if you had known about what gender rules in society would start pressing on you and that it was okay not to before they started happening rather than after because the the silent confusion you feel is so bad. Yes, the
0: the silent confusion... You're so bewildered by the world that you don't even know how confused you are. I was just so unequipped to change in my brain how I had seen this girl as just like another friend to like, oh, a girl or whatever. And I was struggling with my own internalized sense of gender at the time, but didn't know it either and so everything was like very weird and strange and I got this sense that the room was laughing at me but I didn't really know why they were laughing at me and I knew that the girl felt weird but I couldn't I didn't really know why I was like fucking you weren't
1: equipped to handle that
0: stuff I was like Ben Shapiro listening to WAP for the first time I was like I just I I I don't understand it I don't understand this but I I don't like this Uh, I I hate it
1: I hate WAP I hate (laughs) weird ass puberty that is um, for some reason when you said "wap," my brain because I, so many conservatives like this band, my brain went "wage against the Pusheen. <laughs> yeah. Wage against the Pusheen.
0: Oh uh, yeah, that's um, what they do, isn't it? Um, yeah, they do. I, they really, I, they're really ra- waging against. The, I don't know what that would even mean. War
1: against the. Wa- waging uh, <laughs> against the Elver, fine. What are you doing here? <laughs> I, the I, I wage I, against I, it. <laughs> It's hunting, it's hunting season. Um, <laughs> see, I I think... I want to hunt trans people, and women. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to cutify it. Oh, no. Uh, um. uh, no, that's, that's the thing, right? It's like, I think you and I had very very different upbringings but very similar results, because I don't necessarily think that, you know, it's easy to point at the home and be like, yeah, Ari, you were told not to cry by your dad, and now you struggle with showing emotion the same way. And like, sure... But it's not like if your parents are good, you're guaranteed to not have these problems anyway. I think you're just as likely to just from another angle because life shoves it in your face. It doesn't matter where from. I
0: do think there was just like I was developmentally behind every milestone, even though I was a year older than most of my classmates. I was always behind. And here's the thing. When I got to high school, I I, this division happened in my life where Basically, I I had never said I love you to my friends, ever. And I was not openly affectionate. But then I got a cell phone. And I was able to text people instead of talking to them on the phone. And this distance between me and other people started allowing me to express my emotions in a way that I didn't feel comfortable with in person. And to learn mm. certain like emotional cues. And I had a specific female friend um, basically bullied me into being open and affectionate with her. Like she would, <laughs> when we would hang up the phone, she'd be like, I love you. And I'd be like, yeah, okay, bye. Like like exactly what I did to that girl at camp. And then because of that, like at some point I crossed this threshold where I became extremely emotionally comfortable around her. And then I started, because I was showing a lot of emotional vulnerability and comfort, it helped me befriend other girls in my life. And they would say to me, like uh, the, all these girls in my life would say to me, like you're
1: just like one of the girls. See, this is interesting. I didn't have, I did not receive any of that kind of gender validation at all because I, uh, I think one of the reasons why you and I were best friends since such a young age and why our friendship has always continued is because, yes, we weren't explicitly emotionally vulnerable in the traditional sense, but I think you and I were quite emotionally vulnerable with each other in more fundamental ways, like staying up late in the night talking about fundamental truths that like I certainly had never been allowed to consider. And I would only do that with someone I felt extremely safe with. And I think I think it's easy to it's it's worth acknowledging that yeah, absolutely a huge portion of the fear that you and I felt as children about being affectionate with other men. Was internalized homophobia? Of course it was. Oh, absolutely, a hundred percent. hundred percent it was because <laughs> gay marriage was legalized in 2015, and there are people out there now who are like, you know, twelve, thirteen, who like are gay. People are like, as far as they've been like aware of the world in that sense, it's just kind of been like more or less okay in a lot of areas in America. Well, except now. now
0: we're taking their fucking books away. So yeah, now it's referred anymore, baby.
1: Worse. Yeah, but this is like yeah, when I was in middle school. Yeah, I didn't know anyone who was gay. I'm not saying I didn't know anyone who was gay, but I quote unquote didn't know anyone who was gay because, you know, all my gay compatriots were in the closet at the time. And
0: I, oh my God, one time in high school, a f- oh no, a friend of mine,
1: oh yeah, this story, this one, yep. I know, I know it's coming. A friend I of mine
0: asked me if I would be comfortable dating a bisexual person. And oh, no. I, said no. And I genuinely cannot tell you why I said that, except for, like you said, probably a general kind of gut level discomfort I'd internalized around
1: it might have that, also been a sense of like that jealousy of like oh if they like girls I'm not good enough you know what I mean I think that's there. For who some the fuck people. knows I think some I, people. I don't
0: remember. I mean to be clear, listeners, I am pansexual. It was not reflective
1: of, of, of my own sexuality, and yet I knew, but I knew you were bi or pan for I think way longer than you acknowledged it.
0: You keep saying that. Every time we have an episode, I'm like, and then I discovered this thing, and you were like, yeah, I was in way before the, no, the votes were No, and my reason for bringing it up one. is that
1: I want I, I to be validating here and saying it's not like you didn't show that part of yourself. You did, and I think that you are someone – you are a lot braver than I think you think you are. Um, like – Well, cerebral certainly wants me to be. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want you to be brave. I don't I don't wanna be a picture movie. Uh what the fuck was that? That was a terrible joke. Um, no, no, it no, stays no, it was a joke. in.
0: It stays no! in This joke. <laughs> no It's gonna be in forever. And I'm gonna I'm gonna here. I'm gonna literally l- make it repeat right now. I'm gonna take the clip and it's gonna play again.
1: <laughs> right now. Oh yeah, no big I don't I don't wanna be a picture movie. Alright, it just played again. <laughs> You're just... a monster. You're an absolute monster. <laughs> no, um
0: <laughs> but yeah, I think that's I think What do you mean that I was brave? What do you mean?
1: What do you mean by that? You admitted to me way earlier than I think you might remember at some point that you probably could date a dude. Mm -hmm. Well, and this this isn't like in 2016. It was in high school. And let's be clear, high school was before gay marriage was legalized. And there was still a lot of fears around it. All I know is I remember at some points in our friendship younger ages, you admitted to me, that like maybe you weren't as straight as you thought you were, and I think that like <laughs> you never know how people are going to react to that. Know. Especially, I was your religious, I was your religious friend, you know. And I'll yeah, we were right, like, like was, Romeo and Juliet
0: with like a terrible, head- a terrible YouTube version of Romeo and Juliet, where it's <laughs> like I'm from the skeptic community. My dad reads Christopher Hitchens. You're I'm from the
1: religious community. I, my father reads <laughs> religious doctrine these um, <laughs> to ever find a common ground um, <laughs> uh, um, yeah it's like I noticed that you weren't as affectionate around me and it didn't make me fe- it didn't make me feel insecure until I was non-binary and came out as non-binary because then I had that feeling of, like, it makes me feel like a man. Well, that's But before nightmare. then, it was, like, normal in my head that like you just don't show that kind of affection to your AMAB friends. Because if yeah. you they'll think you're gay. Yeah. Which, and she, and, who gives a shit now? But, you know, when you're a kid, you're scared. You're that's, my,
0: that's my fucking nightmare. Because, like, what my friend who asked me if, if, she was, if I would be comfortable with dating bisexual, I said no. And then uh, two years later, after my politics had evolved, then she came out to me as bisexual, this friend. And I couldn't help but feel like probably she had wanted to come out to me like a year and a half earlier when she asked me that question. And with you, yeah. like, yeah, I don't like the idea that, like, you noticed
1: this but, like, didn't have, like, a way of telling me. I, I want to be very clear that there's no blame to go on anywhere here on either front because this is a – look how intense and judgmental Society is about gender roles and frankly still is about orientation too. And, you know, we were scared kids. I think if I had said I love you to you, I know, I would never have thought you'd be upset at me for saying it. I feel like on some level I knew you probably would start saying it if I said it. But I was too scared to say it because I, to this day, still have this comfort with saying I love you to any friends of mine and it's not because i don't feel it strongly it's because I s many years of being the affectionate person put me in t- the target f- fire of so many people and i was uh really bullied and put down for being a crybaby emotional wreck yeah. unstable and so I kind of it, I it got beaten out of me at home and at school and I uh I don't know it's gone it, it it's not gone but it's a uh, it's taking a long time to get back. Yeah. Um it's a real well, problem. And
0: it's well it's a problem and it's also like emotionally abusive. Especially if you're just trapped in a friend group that is only emotionally stunted men, all of you are literally being forced to move through the world without affection, without touch. Which is all like genuinely damaging to your developing brains and like yeah I mean and- even the import- the importance of hugs alone like they talk yeah. about that There's- and I, I and you know I think the reason part of why I had so many female friends is because uh, because because of the re- the positive reinforcement like girls would say i love you to me and then if once i started saying i love you back they like loved me for it they were like oh my god i love a guy who's willing to to be like sweet and to say i love you and i got so much like physical and emotional affection from this group of women and then like the men who i was like friends with in my life i wouldn't get that from them and also there would be that discomfort around even trying and so it became increasingly like code switching yeah all right, All right dude. see you guys later. <laughs> uh, see yeah. you guys later. And then, like, I yeah, like I leave the party, but then I'd pass one of my female friends and be like, "Hey, I love you so much. Thank you so much for inviting
1: me. Bye." And it's like it's see, crazy I, I, how I really, how really, like different planets. I really could have used that. Yeah, I uh, I think part of what happened was I was in you know I was an abuse victim, and I think people people could tell there's something wrong. Was there something wrong with me? And I think. People who were not emotionally vulnerable liked me just fine because I was friendly. People who were emotionally vulnerable were scared of me. I didn't hear I love you from a single person outside of like, you know, maybe some adults in my life, maybe who were like, you know, like a teacher or something like that. But like, I never had a single peer say I love you to me once until probably a few years ago. And I didn't think anyone loved me. I didn't think anyone loved me. All of this is connected to
0: the idea that expression is gendered um yeah down to the fact that like gay conversion therapy they care how you are expressing yourself publicly the sign that they're looking for that a kid is you know in need of conversion is that they are playing too much with the opposite sex um that they are dressing too much in the clothing of the opposite sex, that they're playing with the wrong toys. And so much of how we identify who is doing the correct thing and who's doing the aberrant thing comes down to gender expression. And so much of, like, the reason that men can't say I love you or hug each other is because it's not just that it's gay, it's that it is girly, and that is gay. And the yeah, and so, very good point. Yeah,
1: and so I think that- I like, mean, when, you're, when, when boys are very young, there is a period of time where ha- a boy hanging out with girls is somehow a gay act. Yeah. You're one of the girls,
0: you know? Which is, fu- which is funny because, like, there's something just <laughs> very funny to me about, like, a masculine dad being like, my son isn't gay. Look, he only hangs out with other boys. <laughs> I think it's not the only solution, but breaking down the barriers of- specifically gendered expression is a going to be like a giant step forward into finally letting
1: dudes embrace the mood i think there's only really one way to wrap up this conversation was to say that i love you very very much i really do
0: i love you too i absolutely adore you i think you're one of the most amazing people i've ever met and i'm so grateful to have you as a friend you too Hey, Scott. Uh, we've been... Vanessa? Uh,
1: so What? Vanessa. I said your name back. I was acknowledging that I'd heard you, Vanessa.
0: Yeah. Sorry. Um, I, I'm actually... Uh, my friends call Is me Is everything ne- okay? Yeah, everything's fine. My friends call me Nessie, usually. So that's why I was confused for a second.
1: Oh uh, yes. like the Like the fabled beast.
0: Yeah. And <laughs> speaking of... The fabled beast. Um, I want to have an emotionally honest conversation with you. Oh, uh, uh, uh. Hey, hey, uh, Scott. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, Scott. Yeah, yeah, Scott uh, breathe yeah, for a second. Uh, uh,
1: ooh. Breathe,
0: breathe. Ooh. I know, I know. I grew up with brothers, so believe me, I I know how it is. I know this is scary, but considering that you and I are about to be partnered for this whitewater rafting. Camp expedition. I think we need to be honest with each other.
1: Can we wait till we're on the raft and we're about the raft begins to sink and we have like five seconds left and then we can say, "I love you, man." Okay,
0: no, Scott, no, (laughs) no, 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 Scott. That's not. That's the. That's when you want to have already. You want to have already built up the camaraderie by then.
1: I love you. You wanna. You wanna. You wanna. What you want every time you say I love you to be have a hint of sadness behind it.
2: All righty, I didn't comment on why. All righty, give it to the refs. It's time to go. This first rapid is called Drowned Girls Rapid.
1: Well, this one sounds real, real exciting. Yeah. See Vanessa, all... Who needs affection when you can have? Epic, awesome action sequence. Drown,
0: girl, rapid. Here we go. Okay, here. Listen, listen. Okay, uh, everyone's getting in their rafts. We don't have uh, much. We don't have much time here, Scott. I really need wait, you to. Wait, f- we don't have much time. Okay, I love you so much. No, oh, Scott, hey, don't he's Scott, Scott, Scott. Yeah, Scott. Yeah, yeah. Oh boy. So okay, we need to have a conversation about like we need to have a conversation about being emotionally vulnerable, but also like. Asking for explicit consent before you love bomb me the way you just did. Uh. Oh my God! There's so much work to do. There's so much. Hey, excuse me.
1: I'm Ex- just gonna get. On, excuse me. gonna get on the raft.
0: No, no, don't wait, Scott. Excuse me, Mister, uh, Mister Raft Guide.
1: What is it, sweetheart? <laughs> I don't like this guy very much. <laughs> He's um, way too affectionate for my taste.
0: Um. Uh, can Can uh, Can Can we have like five minutes? Five minutes for what? No preparation needed. Just get in the raft and you'll know what to do
2: because your animal instincts will take over her
1: control. I'm, I'm just getting in the raft. I'm, okay, I'm in the raft. Come okay. on, you got, I'm, not, I'm not doing this. Get in the raft. If you want to talk to me, you could do it in the danger zone.
0: This is really dangerous. We're like 13 years old. Like, why are they. I mean, why, first of all, why is this like 17 year old allowed to be in charge of us? Like, why aren't there any actual rafts Because he's guys?
1: taller than us.
0: I suppose that's true. All right, I'm getting in the raft.
1: All right, all right,
2: going... all right, ladies and and uh, and
1: killers.
2: <laughs> time to stop paddling. Man, okay, okay, I, Scott, Vanessa,
1: Scott? Nessie, I came to summer camp with you because I wanted to have a have a good time, do some cool activities. Okay. I didn't Paddle. expect it to turn into this while whole you thing. Talk. Paddle while you talk. Oh, 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 yeah, oh, oh the two pals. Okay, okay. I just thought I came here to have to get out in the wild and eat bears. Now you're trying to turn this into like a therapy session.
0: Okay, listen, listen.
1: What does you want to say to me?
0: What I wanted to say here. Good, good. Left, right, left. We're in sync. We're in such sync. Listen, listen. And don't, don't, don't. Oh don't no, sync? Did somebody say sync? No, it's okay, Anthony.
1: <laughs> Anthony, we're sinking. I love you so much. I love you so goddamn much, Anthony. We're not sinking. Ah, oh, someone's oh. sinking back there. Leave him behind.
2: Every man for himself, baby. This <laughs> is the only way we can name these areas. We have to have people die in them first.
0: <laughs> um, okay, okay. No one, everyone's fine. This is like a class one rapid. Listen, we keep getting interrupted. What I wanted to say to you, Scott, is that I think you're really cool and I. (laughs) Oh no! Oh no!
1: (laughs) Scott! Scott! (sighs) Yeah, 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 Nessie. Oh Uh, no! Has he been
0: poisoned? No, Anthony, you're
1: fine. Oh, my God, I'm going to die. Anthony, I love you so goddamn much.
0: I love you too, Chris. You can't say that. You're
1: not dying, Anthony. You can't say that.
0: No, Chris, 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 I just want you I to My know- name is
1: Scott. You don't even remember my name. You don't even know who I am. Oh, I
0: thought, you- I, thought I was talking to the guy in my raft.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> the guy in your raft. <laughs> I thought I was talking to Chris at my raft, because we're going down. I don't, I don't give a shit. I mean, you, you guys talk about whatever you want. I'm, I'm talking with my girl. My, I, I mean, I mean. my, 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 my friend, my, someone I know. I, oh, gosh. Nessie, you didn't hear what I just said, did you?
0: Um, I'll be honest. I actually truly did not, because oh, thank I, God. I'm trying to wrap my mind around this. So just so we're clear, you and I are in a raft. And then yeah. like, next to us, there's another raft. And that, yeah. that raft has Anthony and Chris. But okay. Chris Chris was not speaking just now, but Anthony thought Chris was speaking.
1: Oh. <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying? Anthony, uh, I'm just going to push their raft. You're, they're a little close. Get, get out of here, guys. No, huh, you're pushing
0: us into the whirlpool.
1: <laughs> he's, oh. he's, I, I, t- I told him I loved him. He can't, I can't be near him anymore.
2: Leave him. Okay.
1: All right, Nessie, you you've been trying to get out these words for so long. What do you want? To, what are you trying to say? I
0: I'm frustrated. That's what I want to say. I'm frustrated with you. I'm frustrated because sometimes you seem like you're so affectionate toward me, and I'm like, I really like this guy, and I feel like I want to get to know him because he's really cool. And then sometimes you are so just inexplicably impossible to reach, and I'm just. No, don't do that. Stop it, Scott! Scott, uh, why are you p- poking me with your paddle?
1: Uh, no, ow, ow! This is how you show affection. Oh, <laughs> no,
0: first of all, first of all, we need to talk about phallic mimetics for a second.
1: <laughs> I don't, I don't know what those words mean. I'm thirteen. Hey,
0: everyone noticed
1: that these paddles kind of are like big dicks. <laughs> I don't feel like it's appropriate for I not like it's appropriate for a seventeen-year-old to say that. Fuck the river, boys.
2: Fuck the river.
1: Nessie, look, I I gotta admit something to you, okay? I gotta, I'm cursed, Nessie. What do you mean? At a very young age, I uh. You know, I was exploring the woods with my with my friends who, you know, we loved each other. We would say, I love you, I love you. But then we came upon an old sewer sewer drain and we flashed back to the sewer drain. <laughs> hey kids! Oh my god, there's a there's a, theres like a dude in there, like a mime, it's a weird mime in there. Hi, it's me, Scott. I have my voice hasn't dropped yet. Oh my god, Scott, it's me, Anthony, your best friend from childhood. <laughs> Sounding exactly the same.
0: And Chris Chris is also here. Do you want to say something, Chris? No? Okay. (laughs) Anyway, I love you guys so much, and I think whatever- I love you guys, too. Whatever scary
1: thing is in this sewer, we can handle it. Right, gang? Yeah. Also, uh, Barry, our fourth friend who's noticeably absent from the future of- (laughs) 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 Yeah, my name's Barry. I, uh- I'm starting to be a vet. I'm actually really smart. I'm probably going to go to college by 14. I got my whole life ahead of me. Anyway, let's go into sewer drain, guys.
0: Barry. It's me, Barry.
1: You seem like a friendly person. I want to tell you I love you so much. You seem great.
0: Yes. And it is your love that I shall take advantage of. You see, the love of a child is what allows them to lower their defenses long enough for me, John Wayne Casey, <laughs> to strike. <laughs> and murdered, murdered, murdered. Oh my
2: god, guys, run, run. Ah!
1: and we cut back so you see i i can't being affectionate is weakness it's 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 putting down the wall it's crumbling the wall down to let everyone Scott, in that means you're letting in the Scott, monsters you were
0: you were a survivor of the john wayne gacy serial killings that happened yeah, takes, that happened place, i guess six in years ago <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah it was very recent i just being affectionate means i'm being vulnerable and oh my god, this rapid! Oh, 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 oh
0: no! We're, we're entering into a class three rapid! Alright, buckos! We've left Drown Girls
2: Rapid, and now we're in. Uh, Perfectly Perfect. Safe Boys Rapid! Perfectly Safe Boys Rapid!
0: <laughs> Why did he say it twice?
1: Just to make sure we heard it, I guess.
0: So wait, the rapids are named after all the girls who have died in them, but also named after the boys who have triumphed in their <laughs> in their conquest of the but, rapids? Well, you
1: see, you see. This, no, is, this is really, thingy-
0: this is just, this is, I feel like this is internalizing
1: a lot of roles that need to be examined. See, this is why I, uh, this is why I'm, uh, I don't, I don't show affection until I'm about to die. If I'm about to die, John Wayne Gacy
0: can't get me anyway. <laughs> I think this is actually way beyond me. I thought I was just helping someone overcome toxic masculinity. But actually, there's a lot of research that's just now, I think, maybe being done on how trauma uh, how trauma can like keep you trapped in the sense of being threatened. And, you know, the body keeps the score. So I don't think just talking about this is going to fix it. I think the only thing that can really fix it is confronting the thing that hurt you
1: are you sick i thought john wayne gacy was dead
0: yeah he is wait no he's not dead he's in prison john wayne gacy is in prison (laughs) and i think what i'm suggesting is that the two of us we're gonna break into that prison and then you and me are gonna murder john wayne gacy in (laughs) to avenge your dead friend and then Standing over his body, I don't you are feel like kill, kill, I don't feel like
1: killing someone is gonna make me. I don't know if killing someone is gonna make me feel better.
0: I'm 13, so this is this is this is the best idea I have.
1: Well, for now, let's just finish these rapids, and then uh, I guess we'll we'll see what we end up doing. All right, Six? now
2: be careful as we pass by this storm drain; it'll suck you right into the local prison.
0: <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, you're right. You're right. We're being, it would be dumb for us to, for us to follow that lead. Why don't we just stay in the Oh, oh, uh
1: uh-oh. The water's pulling us. We're going. We're going. No, it's me, Nessie. We're going to do it. We're going to go confront John Wayne Gacy.
0: Don't forget about the two of us. We want to come. Right, Chris? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay, let's do it all of us we're going to go once and for all we're going to overcome trauma and then then you're going to start being able to do the real work of building rebuilding the emotional comfort
1: you used to feel around people the group is now in a max security prison they've uh, the, the storm drain leads right underneath John Wayne Gacy's cell from his toilet with just a hole in the ground <laughs> you hear the sound of a distant
0: guard all right everybody Sounds <laughs> <laughs> was the
2: save Time for me to time for me to take out my dissatisfaction with
0: my home life by abusing one of you needlessly.
2: God, these Man, men like are a dime a,
0: dime a dozen, the huh? <laughs> of- <laughs> these, What was that? I said these men are a dime a dozen, huh?
1: <laughs> Man, I bet it'd be cool to be a prison guard. This seems like a great career opportunity for me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Focus, focus. Okay, here we are. We're crawling up through this toilet and.
1: Oh my god, it's him. Hello. John, Mr. Gacy, I don't know if you remember me.
0: I don't remember anything.
1: You you, you took out my friend Barry just because he, he, felt, he felt affectionate and safe to say hi to you and to, you know, not put up walls of defense. My reasons for doing
0: that are inscrutable, even to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an old wizard. <laughs> but if you're here to take revenge, I will not stop you. Alright. This is your chance. This this now is your chance. Now that I'm holding
1: Scott. the now that I'm holding the, 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 paddle. the paddle in my hand to, to hit him across the head with, I just don't this doesn't feel like the real way to solve this problem. I feel like I'm disenabling the same horrible system that led him to become like this. If I start beating people up, ha I knew it. I knew it! This is my
0: plan all along. I knew if you confronted the serial killer that murdered your friend, you'd realize that you don't want to be like him.
1: I mean, I guess you're right, but I still feel... I still feel these in, these inscrutable feelings in me that... Uh, I, I'm so scared, Nessie. I don't know if I can... Wait. Suddenly... Wait! What is... what is Chris doing?
0: He's... Chris is putting his hand on your shoulder. He's Chris? looking at you in the eyes. Chris? But, a single tear is running down his cheek. He's communicating wordlessly.
1: Oh, my God. Chris he loves, loves me. you. Hug him. I, I love you, too. Chris. Uh, As Scott leans in to hug Chris, a distant sound from the prison walls. Clip-clop, 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 clip-clop. Who, who is that? Who what that was be? that sound? Who could that be? <laughs> clip-clop, clip-clop, clip-clop. Wait, why why is there a horse in this prison? It's... Oh, my... Oh, my... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my... I can't believe he's here.
0: Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Hey, horse. Mr. Horse. Is... Is it too... Just answer one question for me. Is it too late for men? Is it impossible for them to overcome there the 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 ways in which that they were they were emotionally stunted as children is it impossible for them to break through these artificially imposed barriers and to finally express themselves the way they were always meant to is it too late answer me
1: uh, i mean probably not as long as you go, <laughs> go ahead and you know work through the system and like figure out how you became the way you are and maybe get some therapy i would say <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yay! Yeah! Uh, hey, hey! I love you. I love you guys so much. <laughs> okay, okay, fine. Anthony. Okay, okay, Anthony. <laughs> you're cool. No, we're just, hey, we're just just as I can c- say I love you doesn't mean I love everyone.
0: Yeah, you're you've you've learned to be emotionally vulnerable. You just specifically don't really love Anthony, and that's
1: okay. Yeah. How we now? How are we gonna get out of this, this sewer? We're lost in here. <laughs> Three boys. One girl in a sewer drain trying to escape. How do we find our way out together? I guess we could just, like, walk. Yeah, I guess, I guess we'll just go out the same I guess way we, don't we have came to, in. We don't, have to, we don't have to, you know, do any weird, strange events down here to rekindle our friendship.
0: No. I think we can just <laughs> yeah, walk out. Yeah, I see what
1: you're saying. <laughs> I guess we can just walk out. It's fine. I, I guess see what ju- you're saying. I don't, think we, I don't think we need a train today. We don't need to run a train. We need to I run a raft. I will say,
0: I think we have done quite enough growing up for today. <laughs> <laughs> paddle, paddle. We're paddling against the current. Back out into the rapids. And we did it. We did it. We're back. Oh,
1: oh no. Oh, God. There's a hole in the raft. I'm sinking down. Nessie, now that I'm dying, I can say what I've been trying to say all along. Yes. I I wanted to tell you why uh I met this girl, she's really hot. We're going out. I thought you should be the first to know Nessie. Oh. Because I love you. It's a wonderful friend and I love you so much and you're great. Oh
2: no. Friend zoned again. <laughs> <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I, I next to... friend zoned rabbits.
0: <laughs> I should have Class known.
1: five, baby.
0: Class 5 The only rapid you can't survive
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Don't be like Scott Share your feelings before you talk with John Wayne Gacy You just need to say I love you to your bros Unless, of course, it's
0: unsafe for you to do Which it could be
1: yeah. Uh, and
0: if you live somewhere where that might, you know, get you killed, um, you know, maybe maybe don't. Share affection maybe, in the Maybe it's actually that- not on individuals to fix this. Maybe we need to be demanding systemic change.
1: Yeah, actually uh, surprisingly uh, it's <laughs> for how silly it was, a surprisingly nuanced take on whether or not to be affectionate to your friends. That yes, it's good, but also safety's okay. Yes. Um, yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah, consider that weirdly nuanced considering it had a prison John Wayne Gacy gender horse and a 17 year old whitewater rafting maniac.
0: I mean, that's the thing is that we can't, you know, everybody's situation is very different, and there's no way of knowing exactly like why people are able to express themselves or not able to express themselves. But, um, I think we can agree that, like, I think we can agree that, uh, normalizing different i guess degenderizing expression and normalizing different gendered
1: expressions so to speak is yeah. probably a good place to start. Say call to action. Say I love you to someone in your life who would appreciate hearing that. Yeah. I would say I would say that's a pretty
0: um uncontroversial uh call to action. You, you know, can be surprised. <laughs> say, you know, say I love you to people. I don't know. Yeah, I stand by that. You know, if you can, yeah. if you if you love someone, and the only reason you're not saying it is because you feel a weird internalized sense of discomfort. Yeah, I don't know. Say that shit.
1: Um, and with that, I'll say. Uh, and
0: probably. you know, if you're thinking about like you know wearing a dress, uh, I'd advise you to put it on as soon as possible because uh, yeah, you will really learn a lot about yourself.
1: Yeah, uh, and I'm sure some of you are wondering, oh, are they going to say I love you to us, the viewers? No, we're not, because I'd be parasocial, and that's not what this means. So (laughs) you guys are probably pretty cool, and we appreciate your support, but I'm going to save the I love yous for the friends in my life. Charlie, I love you very much. I love
0: you, too. Yes Androgyny was conceived, recorded, and produced by Ari Borhanian and myself, Charlie Monroe. This show is released bi-weekly every other Monday. If you want more content or you care to support the show, we can be found at patreon.com slash yesandrogyny, where we will be posting an extra episode of bonus content, plus other fun surprises at least every off week. Also, follow us on Twitter at yes Androgyny for more updates. This show is co-produced by New 32 Productions, an independent North Carolina media company that Ari and I are both heavily involved with. You can find New 32 on YouTube at youtube.com new32. That's N-E-W-3-2. Our music was composed by Florify, F-L-O-R-I-F-Y whose link tree can be found in the episode description. Our theme song is Riff in A by Garrett Stein Cerusi, who plays the guitar on the track, with additional arrangement, instrumentation, and mastering also by Florify. Our cover art is by the inimitable Izzy Pereira, who can be found on Twitter at Izzy Squeaksy. That is I-Z-Z-Y-S-Q-U-E-A-K-Z-Y. Lastly, but not leastly, Ari can be found on Twitter at MetaJokerMusic, where they post about their myriad music and web comic writing projects, including their epic fantasy adventure webcomic in the vein of Redwall that is uh, so good. It's called Mothorial. They co-created it with our cover artist, Izzy, and it is posted weekly. So definitely check that out. It's super rad. Charlie, meanwhile, is a little bit shy and is going to refrain from posting a handle for the time being. LOL. Oh. all right. Thank you guys so much for listening. That concludes the credits. See you in two weeks or sooner if you join our Patreon. Bye. Mm-hmm. Even though my father scarred you with his Christopher Hitchens. Propaganda it was uh, it wasn't much, it
1: wasn't so much of a scar as much as it was a ooh i'm I'm being bad right now I shouldn't be here. you pick it up
0: and your hands start blistering like professor Quarrel. <sighs> your mother she She. she protected you with skepticism Harry it was skepticism <laughs>
1: it was skepticism that stayed Bilbo's hand i want <laughs> i, 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 I <laughs>